Chapter Twenty One of the Brownies, their book by Palmer Cox. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Chapter Twenty One The Brownies Singing School. As mists of evening deeper grew, the brownies round a comrade drew. An interesting tale to hear about a village lying near. Last night, said he, I heard arise from many throats discordant cries. At once I followed up the sound, and soon, to my amazement, found it issued from a building small that answered for the county hall. I listened there around the door, by village time an hour or more, until I learned beyond a doubt a singing school caused all the rout. Some, like the hound, would keep ahead, and others seemed to lag instead. Some singers, struggling with the tune, outscreamed the frightened northern loon. Some mocked the pinched or wheezing cry of locusts when the wheat is nigh, while grumbling bassos shamed the strain of bullfrogs calling down the rain. The brownies labor heart and hand all mysteries to understand. And if you think those brownies bold received the news so plainly told and thought no more about the place, you're not familiar with the race. When scholars next their voices tried, the brownies came from every side, with ears to knotholes in the wall, to door jams, thresholds, blinds, and all. They listened to the jarring din proceeding from the room within. Said one at length, It seems to me the master here will earn his fee. If he from such a crowd can bring a single person trained to sing. Another said, We'll let them try their voices till their throats are dry. And when for home they all depart, we'll not be slow to test our art. That night the brownies cheered to find the music had been left behind. And when they stood within the hall, and books were handed round to all, they pitched their voices, weak or strong, at solemn verse and lighter song. Some sought a good old hymn to try, some grappled with a lullaby, a few a painful effort made to struggle through a serenade, while more preferred the lively air that, hinting less of love or care, possessed a chorus kind and bright, in which they all could well unite. At times some member tried to rule and took control of all the school, but soon, despairing, was content to let them follow out their bent. They sung both high and low the same, as fancy led or courage came. Some droned the tune through teeth or nose, some piped like quail, or cod like crows, that, hungry, wait the noonday horn to call the farmer from his corn. By turns at windows some would stay to note the signs of coming day. At length the morning, rising, spread along the coast her streaks of red, and drove the brownies from the place to undertake their homeward race. But many members of the band still kept their singing books in hand, determined not with those to part 
till they were perfect in the art. And oft in leafy forest shade, in after times, a ring they made, to pitch the tune and raise the voice, to sing the verses of their choice. And scare from branches overhead the speckled thrush and robin red, and make them feel the time had come when singing birds might well be dumb. End of chapter 21